0: Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie.ag is now offered a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Uh, we're also brought to you by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at. 1 million dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings and we're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL. The only app you'll need to make smart bets this season, head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's bet QL.co promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace per head Ace is a leader in paperhead providers and they'll make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free uh, over at aceperhead.com slash sgp. That's aceperhead.com slash sgp. All right, so welcome to uh the the golf podcast uh, this is Chris Boston Capper Clifford joined by my co-host Steve the God of golf himself Shermer what's going on Steve
1: capper finally getting a podcast with you it is great to be on talking golf I know baby
0: I'm so excited man it's uh, coming off a great major uh, this this week feels a little weak but listen money's money it doesn't matter what you put your money on and you could win a major you could win this event money's money. We're not golfers. We don't care when we win to that. Right?
1: No, definitely not. I mean, that's the whole beauty of golf too, is that, I mean, there's tournament every week. There's a lot of options to bet on it. You got DFS. I mean, I mean, golf has really taken off in popularity. I think COVID has helped just because all the sports are shut down, but I love how, I mean, how, just how much is, is grown in popularity uh, because it, it really is a nice way to make a good, uh, make a good buck or two.
0: Oh uh, yeah, dude. Listen, I, like it, it's uh, like I love DFS golf. You get so many sweats. Like football, you get you know one sweat a day. You get a Friday cut sweat with golf. You get the Sunday sweat. You get all excited on Saturday. Um, we'll talk about that, right? Getting excited on Saturday and then we'll watch it all fall fall apart on Sunday. But <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, I mean, there's so many sweats. Uh, it's uh, golf is is so fun for fucking DFS and and gambling and everything else. But the thing about betting on golf. Steve, as you know, man. I mean, look, you have to pick the L right winner, so you're picking one out of 156. Um it's a lot more difficult than uh, you know, picking against, you know, picking five games against the spread. At least that's how I feel about it. Um Yeah,
1: def- definitely. I mean, you know what I love about it, too? there's the tension with it. Like, I mean, it's it it is it's a little bit slow moving, but you know, you see a guy hit a close approach shot. Like, is he going to make that birdie you're hanging on every putt? Like, you know, sometimes in other sports, it, you don't really get that. I mean, sometimes the spread is over after the first quarter or, you know, with this one, there's always a chance that even if your guy that you have in a DFS lineup, or he's kind of hanging on around the top 20 prop, he can get a couple birdies in, you know, going into the clubhouse and he can have cash in your bet. I mean, it's, 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 it's a great way to not only make kind of a slow moving sport, interesting, but You know, it's definitely a great way to add a little excitement to your uh, gambling weekend.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And listen, especially now that college football looks like it's canceled, baby. I mean, Saturday, <laughs> third round showdowns, let's go like, come on, let's, let's get it going. Like uh, it really is. It's uh and you can live bet golf too. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you can pick up those numbers. And uh, as you're watching these guys play, you can see who has it and who doesn't and who's making these 60 foot putts to stay in it. And, uh, and, and <laughs> and who's not right. And uh, as you'd love to talk about putting regression,
1: uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to be hearing a lot about that tonight. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no question about it, but I'm um, right, man. So I guess uh, we'll tell the people what we want to do, right? So basically what we're going to do is we're going to go over. Uh, we're going to go over a little uh, last week. We're going to talk about what we did, um, what we liked, what we didn't like. If anything's going to carry over, we're going to do a little course preview, um, let you know what golfers we want to target, what type of golfers we want to target based on that course, whether it's bombers, whether it's accuracy, you know, what are the key stats we're honing in on um, and then kind of go over the different um, tiers in DK help you build your uh, DFS lineups and we'll give you one of ours. And then from there we'll hit our hit our props, hit our outrights, and uh, hopefully we'll be making you guys some money and uh, hearing back from you guys. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. So uh, where do you want to start off, Dave? You want to do a little recap of uh, the the bloodbath for me last weekend?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we have, to start with the PGA Championship. I mean, we, I mean, anyone who's on the Slack channel, I mean, that was hopping. You know, during the whole term, that whole weekend, we were all bantering back and forth, and I mean, it was a great tournament. Um, you know, it didn't really work out so well for me to start as my, uh, my win bets at the end. It's, it's always frustrating when you got like three or four guys, that are just hanging around that top five. And then you start feeling it slip away. And I had some bets on Tony Finau. I had Jason day. um, I had one on Bryson that I got way back in April and around hole 15 or hole 16, right around when Morikawa, um, chipped it in around 13. I, I started to feel a slip away. And that is just, it's a sinking feeling when you um, have that, you know, when that it's, happens,
0: it's the worst. It absolutely is. And it's like, we were talking on Saturday night. Like I was looking good. Everything was, everything was shaping up. I was like all right, I can make some moves. Like I'm not going to take anything down, but I can take some you know, take some decent money down and then all of a sudden everybody starts scoring. Everybody's tied for second, everybody's tied for first, tied for third. There's no differentiate. Like 6 of 6 didn't get you shit last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had, had Morikawa in in two of my three lineups and and still like, I mean, I mean I made a slight profit, but I mean, uh, like, I mean, I could have, Oh God, dude,
1: the Brooks, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh man. He was, I, you know, when he, when was the injury that, you know, we were talking about was that Friday which one, night, which one Friday night, Saturday, he was stretching out all over the place all weekend. It was yeah. <laughs> I mean, ever, ever since that, I mean, he played, he played pretty bad over the weekend. Like I, I, I we got excited because he birdied 18 on Saturday, right. but so, that whole round, he he kind of just was stuck in neutral. He
0: he only did the, uh, I can even know the guy he beat. He was the
1: second to worst round on the field in Sunday. Yeah, that was really bad. And they set it up pretty easy on Sunday. And I was a little disappointed in that just because they had the opportunity to firm it up. And it seemed like, I mean, the winds weren't as strong on the weekend. So that was a little disappointed. Like I, 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 I mean, some of the most, some of the golf I enjoyed the most was Thursday and Friday afternoon Thursday. when, yeah, when yeah, just the winds are up, the f- greens are firm, just balls are getting rejected ever. Like that was, I kind of want to see these guys struggle. And you know, over the weekend while it's, it stayed soft and that was good to create, you know, packed leaderboard that was, you know, nice kind of turned in a little bit of a birdie fast at the end. And you know, it's, that's not really my cup of tea, the, but yeah,
0: not for a major, no way. Definitely not no. for a major, right. It should definitely played harder than that. I mean, uh, when Ram won two weeks ago. I mean, th- those pin placements two weeks ago, uh, I mean, how insane were those? I mean, those were ridiculous. They were like oh, one yeah. step off to the left with a, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was a major pin. The setup, right? This wasn't, but listen, it is what it is. Like Sean has uh, been bragging on Twitter about his Morikawa call and good for him. Look, I had a small ticket on Morikawa too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Brooks really, really screwed my, my DK up. But I mean, as far as stuff carrying over, obviously last week's field completely stacked, right? Just so many top golfers this week, uh, not so much, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the Players are hanging around a little bit for the money, obviously, and those guys on the bubble trying to get into the FedEx cup playoffs, which will start next week. Um, you know, they're trying to make their way in there to win. What is it? $15 million uh, yeah, or
1: it's, it's, some obs- it's some obscene <laughs> amount. And yeah. I don't, I don't think they even like, it doesn't even count towards official money for the year. No. It's oh. just a oh. giant like money. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It just, it just a truckload of cash is being dumped on the 18th green East, East Lake.
0: Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I mean I guess uh do you think anything carries over from last week? Do you, I mean, I'm surprised Brooks hasn't withdrawn yet. Um we've had a couple of withdrawals. We had answer withdraw. Um I mean that was the biggest one that I can think yeah.
1: of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think there's gonna be for a couple players, there's some things that happened last week that um, you know, either they're probably a bit of bad luck or they were just playing way over their head in certain areas. And you know, I mean there there's there's a couple of things that might carry over forward. But you know, this week, I mean, the golf course could not be completely different. Oh my God. Uh, so different. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, so this is, so this is a dollar. So they're playing Sedgefield country club uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. It's a Donald Ross design um, that is one of the there's only one of two, um, Donald Ross golf courses played on the PGA tour. And I mean, Donald Ross golf courses, we all know them. They're all in our cities. They're classic tree line golf courses. You know, they have pretty complex greens. You know, there's some undulation to them. Uh, you know, pretty difficult, uh, surrounds the greens too. Uh, usually there's a lot of collection areas that the balls can funnel into, you know, that's different from last week, where if a guy missed a green it landed in the rough about a foot away from the green. So. Um, you know, for this week, it's going to be a little more challenging if you miss a green, um, you know, because it's just, it's, it's a birdie fest, you know, and and you have to hit greens. The winning score is going to be around minus 20 cut runs, going to be around minus three or minus four. So, you know, a lot of people look at this tournament and they automatically think that, oh, just pick the best putters because you know the winning score is minus 20. And you know, that's partially true. And you look at the past couple of winners we've had here, uh, JT Poston's pretty good putter, Branton a pretty good putter. But you know, if you dig into the stats a little bit and kind of look at how they scored, they didn't really rely on their putting in doing so. And really, you know, the, the most important characteristic to uh, Sedgefield, and that's kind of typical for Donald Rouse golf courses is really about ball striking and accuracy. So if you look at, you know, just like the past couple leaderboards, what guys generally do well, generally they're pretty accurate off the tee. And that's important here just because, you know, the greens are, you know, they have some undulation to them. You can put the pins in some pretty cool locations. And if you're hitting out of the rough. You're not gonna be as much spin on the ball. You might not be able to access the pins in order to set yourself up for a good birdie. Um, and then Obviously iron play is important because you want to get close to the pin, closer to the pin, the the pin right. you know, better chance to score. And the greens are actually fairly large. Uh, well, not fairly large, but they're, they're above average on the PJ tour. So right. if you're scrambling all week, you're, yeah, you're not going to be long for this. Yeah, you're screwed. yeah definitely it's basically, it's, it's basically, it's basically drive it. You're not trying to,
0: you are not trying to grip it and rip it. You're just trying to put it out nice out in the fairway. Your approach shot is the most important and you better have your part of this week. Right? Mm-hmm. That, definitely that's it. Right. And so am we're playing on Bermuda this week, right? Yep. So that, that makes a difference for some players. Um, it doesn't make a difference for me. Cause I fucking suck regardless putting, but um, <laughs> uh, I do play on Bermuda down here in Florida. So, uh, you know, uh, I mean, if I can put on it, these guys should be able to put on it. Uh, um, so, uh, I mean, as far as like uh, the key stats to take a look at, I mean, what are we looking at as far as I know there's, uh, you know, there's a couple, there's a, I think all the power fives are gettable, right. As far as almost mm-hmm. everybody in the field um, and you know, the power fours are pretty normal, right? What between four sixty and like four ninety for most of them. So, you know, we're looking at mid-range irons, one fifty to one seventy. Who's who's tuning those in the best, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some of the stats I'm really looking at, just like you said, you know, some of those proximity stats from those ranges, uh, driving accuracy, good drive percentage is also a good one too. Just because you know the fairways aren't that wide, but you know, anybody who can have success coming out of the rough and hit the green. That's pretty good. Um, iron play. And then just overall, just who does a pretty good job capitalizing, scoring a lot of berries on the par fours, And that's really going to be ultimate difference maker this week because you have to go low if you really want to win.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, and so so you would say like as far as like if you're building something out on like fantasy national or something like that, is like eagle eagle scoring. You feel like everybody can kind of get it. Most people are gonna birdie on that, so it's not really a differentiator. Right, the longer par fours or all the par fours are where you're gonna make your hay, right?
1: Yeah, I mean eagle scoring is just it's so rare. I don't generally look at it. It's mostly just I mean really good guys on PGA Tour are usually birdie about one out of five par fours. So okay. um, you know so that's definitely an important stat and just overall just some kind of focus Focus on just accuracy, um, you know, just kind of getting a nice profile of certain guys that fit the criterion. And I think a lot of the guys I'm going to mention tonight, you're, you're definitely going to see a central theme to, <laughs> you know, the golfers I'm picking.
0: I got you. And so, so just this, so this is my own question, right? So Donald Ross, I mean, would you agree? They're pretty close, to like Pete Dye courses, right? So I played Pete Dye. I've don't played the Donald Ross course, but they seem to kind of correlate a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I mean, it's definitely both guys want you to think on the golf course. They don't really want to make it easy for you. I mean, Pete Dye has a little more water hazards um, than a Donald Ross. Don Ross, you kind of think more like a parkland's golf course. Pete Dye is more, you know, it's more like it's, it's I guess it more beachy, you know, I mean, okay. there's water, you got these elongated bunkers. Don Ross is more, they'll have like, you know, simplistic, like, you know, circular fairway bunkers. Pete Dye kind of likes to put you know, the hazards more like, you know, more elongated along a whole, but you know, the, the general principles are the same for both guys. And that's why both guys are really great architects is that they want to put challenges in front of you to basically make you nervous. And um, you know, this, this, uh, you know, the Donna Ross golf courses definitely tend to do that.
0: Okay. All right. Well, So that, that's, uh, that's, that's good info, man. So when you build that stat model, I mean, that's uh, the, that's what you need to look at. Um, and so I guess before we go start going through our tiers at DFS, um, you know, uh, basically let's talk about mybookie.ag, right? It's a good spot to go uh, lay some bets. Cause uh, I know uh, whoever was desperate enough to lay some wages. They're on the Marbula one races right during COVID. Cause we were without sports for so long. I know I was one of them, but this week, look, everybody's back. MLB NBA NHL all resume play, no fans in the stands. So look, we're trying to take advantage of some early game lines at my bookie, right? So plus my bookie uh, just brought back the deposit match bonus. So you can go ahead and grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll. And the best part is when you play with my bookie, it's simple. You bet you win, they pay. That's it. Super simple. Right? And, uh, and so there's a reason I tell people to vi- visit my bookie. Uh, that's because it's the only online sports book that asks questions you and your friends actually want to put money on. Are Giannis's Bucks a lock to representing the East in the finals? Are you gonna? Who's gonna average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Debate your buds is cool and all that, but I'd much rather throw down some cash to see who's right. But truth be told, I will bet on anything, and that is a fact. Um, that's why I'm pumped that the MLB and NHL are back. To lines, prop bets, futures, my bookie's got them all. Trust me, this is the only place to put your money down for the season. Join today, my bookie AG will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a G a G that's, Dude, that's a that's a lot. Uh, so uh, just enter promo code SGP when signing up, and remember, mybookie.ag. The terms are simple: you bet, you win, they pay. That's it. Um, all right. So getting into DraftKings, man. Let's uh, let's let's break down some of these tiers, right? So we'll start with uh, 10K and above. Um, you know, like we said prior, right? Really light field this week. Uh, so you're gonna see a lot of inflated prices. Um, the 10K range, too, right? I mean, it's just kind of. We'll just start at the top. Brooks at 11.4. Webb. At Eleven two, 11 Patrick Rita 10, 7 Fleetwood, 10, 5 Paul Casey, 10, 3. Um, so what are you thinking about? I mean, anybody you love, anybody you hate, who you fading, what's your favorite
1: play? Am I the only one that doesn't love this group of top guys this week? Oh, I hate them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can say something negative about everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Well, I mean, let's, I mean, let's start at the top. I mean, Brooks Kapka. All right. I mean, we all know the type of player he is through his career likes to peak right before majors peaks at the majors and then usually gets it done. But you know, I mean, like we kind of referred to earlier, I don't know how healthy it is. I think, for, I think he peaked in the first round. And then after that, just kind of kind of got away from him a little bit. You know, you always want to question how motivated he is at this tournament, just because he—I think he is locked into the FedEx Cup playoffs. I think he's like 90th in the standings as of this. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, so he's no one's going to pass him, so he's already locked in. I don't know. I just this doesn't really seem like a type of great golfers for him. I mean, he's hitting his irons well, but he's he's definitely having some trouble putting, and you know, you just worry about the motivation with him. So the fact that he's the most expensive option of all of these. I just, I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna be very popular just cause I think everybody got burned last week, but him. yeah, he'll be, he'll be, ten, really, he'll be 10% or lower. Probably now. I mean, you'll go over a couple other guys. I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you some stats about two players. So player a has gained Drop some po- he, Yeah. So oh. player a has gained 0. 0.4 strokes per round ball striking over his last 16 rounds. And he's getting about half a stroke on and around the greens. And then player B is also getting about 0. 0.4 strokes per round with his ball striking and gained 0.6 on and around the greens. Now, player A is Webb Simpson, okay, and player B is Ricky Fowler. So if we replace <laughs> Rick, Webb Simpson's name with Ricky Fowler, Don't do you do like that? A, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, that. I mean, I mean, that's that's still another subtle shot of Kramer and his love for Fowler there. But I mean, the only reason why Webb Simpson right now is priced this way is is not because of his current form it's because he's just so great at Sedgefield. He's got two runner finishes there. He's got a third in his last three years. I mean, if you look, if you, if you build the model, you know, as far as like what attributes you want to value, Webb Simpson is definitely your guy. He puts great on Bermuda. He's accurate. He's got a great putter, but I'm just saying he's not playing like that top 10 player. And if you're going to pay all that money, you know, to have him in your lineup, you know, you really need a top 10 out of him. And, you know, I mean, he just... He's not playing. You need that more, than a top,
0: you needed more than a top 10 and 11 too. So, so, yeah. he, so like, like we talked about, I think we talked about it on the Slack channel, right? Like everybody's going to be talking about web this week. I mean, the guy lived, <laughs> he literally lives on the golf course. He named his daughter after mm-hmm. the goddamn golf course. All right. So he clearly likes this place, right? Yeah. So, so the decision you have to make when you're building DraftKings lineups, right? Is, all right, you know, he's going to be 30 all the way. I mean, Christ, he could be like in like a cash in a cash like a double up or something like that. I bet you he's like 60 to 70% owned. He's like lock button style. Um mm-hmm. but if you're in a GPP and you can fade somebody who is going to be 30% owned and at 11 two, he needs to basically he needs to come in I don't know what at worst second and then he can't have Brooks yeah. Reed Fleetwood or Casey Win.
1: Yeah, right? he, like he, guys he to fall be, off.
0: Yeah, he's got to be a top for that. Hat. Yeah, right. he has to be. And all those other guys can't play for. And so for me oh, in a GPP lineup, like I'm either going to lose all my money because web Simpson wins and does well, or I'm going to win all of it because he doesn't. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, that's just kind of the way it is. He's going to yeah. be so highly owned that y- you have to make a stand one way or another. And that's, yep. that's it. To- I just, totally agree. He's too expensive. I agree. Like he's too expensive. Like so, I'm the. So let's talk game strategy here, just for a quick sec. So as far as like DFS goes, like I kind of use a strategy that I use in football. I do. I usually do. If I'll do like a twenty max lineup, but for the most part, I'm doing three main lineups that I'm putting in all my three maxes, and then I'll like sprinkle in my single entries. Um, So I would put him in one of my three main lineups just in case he does hit. If not, I'm uh, you know I'm fading him on the other
1: two. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's very good plan. I mean, to at least. You know, I mean, he. I know I just ripped on him a little bit. Honestly, he's probably going to finish in the top ten. He's oh, know. Good, he's a good player. He's a good fit for the golf course. <laughs> so yeah, if if you want to at least, you know, have a couple lineups at least in, you know, with him in there, there's some opportunities down the card that we'll talk about that you can at least build around it. You know, you know, fill in some cheap options that right. of guys oh, just, that are there's plenty
0: of those this week. Oh, oh my yeah. lord!
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll be dumpster diving this week. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, So who's your favorite play above 10K? You know, honestly, it's, I don't love everybody, but I think I like Patrick Reed the best just because, no. you know, uh, of, I, I know. Uh-huh. So of all the top five guys over their last four rounds, he's actually done the best of all of them. in terms of his total strokes gained per round. He's gained about 1.2 uh, strokes per round in his last four tournaments. You know, I mean, I wish he was a better ball striker. I wish he was a little more accurate, but he's really due for a nice putting week. He had a nice final round of the PGA championship last week and he wasn't leaning on his putter. Um, I, you know, and he's also the type of guy like I'm trying to think of guys who are going to be around the winter around minus 20. And he's someone who can absolutely go nuclear with a Potter oh, and absolutely. get to that clip. Yeah. And, and I think he, I've, all of these five guys, I think he's probably going to be the third most owned behind Webb and probably Paul Casey, you know, just because of yeah. what you saw with Paul Casey last week. I don't know. What, what do you think about Paul Casey this week? So I mean,
0: look, he's—I mean, he's good. I just feel like kind of like how you do, right? Like he never closes. Like, and what's the hangover, right? Like that dude played his balls off this weekend. Like, if it wasn't for Morikawa, fucking, like just hitting that amazing drive and fucking putting that eagle. Like, Mm -hmm. if he had made birdie the pressure would have been completely different on Morikawa. Like he might've had a chance. Wolf might've had a chance. There's so many things that could have changed if he didn't hit that Eagle. Like, and I just feel like poor Paul Casey, like, I feel like this dude should have had majors by now, like at least two, right? Like how I many know. times does he come second? You know what I mean? Well, like, so what's that, what's that hangover, the, the trying to win a PGA championship to this fucking tournament.
1: Well, <laughs> you know th- what I mean? Like, I'll, like, is he I'll, locked in, I'll, I'll tell you what the hangover is going to be. It's gonna be a scrambling as putting, it's hungover. So, so last week, and, and I mentioned the Slack channel, I mean that I wasn't kidding. Like, and I know the stats don't really reflect it, but that was the best I've seen Paul Casey putt, I think, oh, ever. Yeah. I mean, he was, was lag insane. putting. Yeah, he was lag putting to two feet, you know, a foot. He wasn't making his three putts. So if you look at the stats, so last week at the PJ Championship, he gained about three quarters of a stroke per round on and around the greens. I mean, that's not it. I clip. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's unsustainable. It's just that for him, Damn. it's, it's <laughs> definitely not because right, exactly. e- even with that good performance on and around the greens over his last four tournaments, he's still losing over a stroke, scrambling and putting and he's lost over a stroke all year long on and around the greens. So while I think, you know, I think th- he's a great ball striker. He's going to put in the fairway. he's going to put on the greens. It just that I worry sometimes in events like this where the cut's going to be minus 3 or minus 4, if he doesn't get the putter really going early, like yeah. he could find himself just in 3 and you're out of it right on Friday. Yep. So and and he, and I've and looking around just as far as what other people are, you know, are pickin he's a very trendy pick to win this week so oh, good. Good, you good, know good, it's good. that might be something to fade yeah,
0: absolutely, man. I love, I love my, uh, I love my pivots. Cause uh, I, I mean, like I said, I, I want to make my stands and, and there's no better way to do that when some, if everybody's all over somebody, it's just like the stock market, man. Like uh, if you're, if your cashier is talking to you about Bitcoin, get out of Bitcoin, the, um, the uh, so yeah, so that's the 10 K range. Like I like Reed, you like Reed. like I want to fade books and I want to fade F- F- Fleetwood. I hate Fleetwood. His irons are garbage. Um, <laughs> he's way too expensive. He doesn't win. He shows up on Thursday and Friday and then fades on the weekends. I will have zero Fleetwood and I'll probably have zero Brooks too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's something interesting with Fleetwood is that he did basically, he basically did a one eighty from Memphis to TBC Harding park, where the only thing really working right in Memphis was his irons right. and everything else is pretty bad. And then at Harding park, he's actually pretty good off the tee. He, was good, he, he putted pretty well. And then his irons were just junk. So you, you so wonder, bad. so, so I mean, it, <laughs> I mean I don't know what's going on. I mean I I know that he was using the old Nike clubs for a while and now they stopped making those. What? He was yeah, using he, Nike clubs? Yeah, he was he was using Nike clubs and I, actually I remember I think Paul Casey uh, had like a bucket full of like the, the irons in his garage. That Get Fleetwood the fuck wanted. out of here. Yeah. So <laughs> no I, way, not, dude, this is yeah. a made up story. Fleetwood it's, it's is playing with getting, garage clubs. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, he was one of the last holdouts of Nike. I think he was, he used them up until t- last year. And then I think like they just started wear on them. And I think I don't know what he's with now, but I know he was with Nike. And ever since I think he made that switch, it just hasn't been as good now. I mean, like with him, like what I just mentioned, he was good with the irons one week, bad the next, he was good off the tee. And with his putting last week, really bad in Memphis. I mean, sometimes you can see it kind of all come together into one. Or it might mean he's just searching, and it's just he's not really close. So I, I I need to see probably a little bit more Fleetwood before I use him. I mean, if you really like, I mean, he's going to be a contrarian. He's probably going to be, you know, between him and Brooks are the lowest owned in this group. If you're in a GPP and you want to take a shot at him, I mean, go for it. I mean, for he's just not for me personally. Yeah, so I do you really think he's gonna be that low owned, man? I feel like
0: everybody loves Fleetwood, and like whenever he's in, he gets played. So I mean, look, regardless, whatever. That's who we're fading. Let's move to the nine K range. Uh, it's gonna be really short and sweet because the answer's already out. We have what? We got Rose, English, Horschel, and Speef. Good God, right. <laughs> <laughs> That is it. Four players in the nine K range. Uh, I mean, I, I'll go ahead and jump out on this one. So I like Rose this week. I don't even mind starting my lineup with Rose and fading that. Uh, that, you know, that 10 K up tier and give you a little more space. so You don't have to dip two down into the dumpster. Like we talked about uh, Rose was a nightmare hitting fairways this past week. Um, so, but this is a course where it, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, he's not trying to bomb it. as long as he gets it in there, his irons were so sharp this last weekend. I don't mind starting him at 9,900 um, and no one should touch beef. No one.
1: <laughs> yeah are you worried a little bit with Justin Rose that he gained seven strokes putting last week?
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> but I mean, look, if his part is hot, his part is hot. And I feel like he's historically a good putter, right? So it's not like in a, you know, it's not, it's not so out of the ordinary where it's like, hold on, this guy can never putt. Right. Like, yeah. I feel like he's, I feel like he's a good putter. Like, I feel like the biggest problem with him is like, he seemed fake this week because he was never hitting any fucking fairway. And all of a sudden right. he's birding and hitting pars. And it's like, how the fuck is he doing this? Um, and you're right. It's yeah. because of the putter. But I mean, look, if you're going in with a hot putter, like I mean, we really haven't seen too much of them since the, since the restart. So, I mean, look at 9900 with this field, I mean, his pedigree alone makes me find a start.
1: That 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 is true. And I mean I he like you said, he did hit his irons well I like I'm i I'm wondering a little bit if that number's inflated just because when you're hitting out of the rough so much and <laughs> hitting on the green, I think you actually get a little more credit with your strokes gained than you would if it's out of the fairway. So yeah. I mean without going through the fine you know, without going through all the shot track data and actually seeing the proximity of where he's hitting all the shots, um you know, I mean, it is encouraging at least to see it. it, just that, that putting number just always scares me. When I see somebody have a giant putting week and especially again with, you know, a birdie fast week, you might see, I just really worry about it. And honestly, I've been burned by Justin Rose so much, so much this year, actually going back to last year. I mean, when he was using the Honda clubs and he's back to Taylor made, you know, he kind of faked us out a little bit at the beginning of the restart. Then he was just garbage for a couple of weeks. And then he kind of faked a little bit. There. So I, I don't know. I mean, I,
0: I, yeah, I, re- that's fine, baby. Look, look, uh, look, man, you don't like him, but you've been burned by people. There's plenty of people who are really good that I just yeah. won't touch because they've they've burned me. Uh, I mean, is there anybody you like in the 9K range? I mean, you don't like Speeth, right? You can't. No,
1: like I, I mean, I just, I, I don't know how you can like Speeth. I mean, I see, seeing him, and honestly, as, as someone who, you know, I, I you know, can lose their swing on a golf course for prolonged stretches and just goes the range and just pounds balls. I've Watching never I've YouTube. never
0: found my swing, sir. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it just is like you know, I mean, it's like you know, you'll go to YouTube, you'll try to like, you know, find little tips, you'll go to the range, you'll just beat balls. And seeing him last week after Thursday on the range with Cameron so McCormick, it it really is because let he's he was so good, so good for three years. I mean, in '15, he put up maybe one one of the best years ever. I oh, mean, yeah. my fa- my my favorite major of his was actually that 2017 Open Championship when he hit that ball, that tee shot, onto the driving range near the Titleist uh, uh, yeah. Tyler's trucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, and it looked like he was dead, and then he just went supernova. I think he went what minus five over four yeah. holes to just yeah. you know, very Matt, poor Matt Kuchar. I mean, talk about a guy who
0: probably should have won. Fuck Matt that Kuchar, that cheap motherfucker.
1: <laughs> fuck him. Nobody says poor Matt Kuchar. <laughs> the fuck that guy. That guy. I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna say poor him. Matt Kuchar because I he should have won that major, but but Spieth was just a killer. You know that the the the, down the stretch there, and to just see first with the putting, and now it it is so clearly in his head right now. He had a good Sunday. He had a good Sunday. He did. I mean, I think it was just because it was it was with his buddy Ryan Palmer, who I he was with his buddy JT
0: the day before, and he fucking completely shit all over himself. Yeah,
1: but J but JT is so much better than him now. Probably just made him feel bad.
0: He's he's he's, he's more
1: he's he's more on par par with a Ryan Palmer now. So yeah, no, I I mean. right. Right. I mean, I, so I like, I really like, I, so Rose
0: is fun to start with for me. I like Billy Horschel, you know, 14, 18 cuts, whatever, like plays this course. Well, like it seems like this should be a good track for him. Nine K range, super small, like obviously like no answer. He's out. I don't like Harris English. He's going to be super popular. Um, Don't know why yeah, he, he,
1: um. he is, but he is. But I mean, I have a hard time finding no. any faults with him. I mean, it just, I mean, if you look at everybody in this field, you know, over his last four tournaments, he's gained the most strokes of anybody per yeah. round. And if I if still believe over, it, ninety-three 9, hundred for Harris. Well, role. I mean, you would think you wouldn't believe it if it was just like a really hot streak. But over his last fifty, he's gained a shot and a half. Oh, I mean, he's basically matching everything he's been doing in the short term and long term, and he's got all the attributes you look for. He's accurate, He's good iron player, makes a lot of birdies. Like I know he's going to be popular, and I mean, that's a little. I think for nah. a DFS live, I'm going to shy away, but just for traditional bets, like. So, so I, I, I definitely don't I,
0: don't I don't mind him for like a top 10 or anything like that. Yeah. Maybe like, I mean, look, look with golf bets anyway. Like if, if people are just randomly listening to this cause it's on the, on the network and have never done golf betting before, like you, you're not betting golfers. Like you normally bet, you know, the Pat's fucking minus six and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're sprinkling a little bit. You're not dumping fucking
1: $500 on a fucking, on a 50 yeah. to one,
0: on a 50 I, to one
1: shot. I, I call, right? I call it like uh like taking a shotgun and then just like, Shooting a wall and kind of like scaling. There you go. Yeah, that's a that's a great way. That's a great way to do it. Um, But yeah, so I like. I like. So
0: I. I for DFS purposes, I. I I can't pay ninety one hundred dollars for fucking or ninety three hundred dollars for fucking English, especially with how much ownership he's going to get. Um, Okay, so that's
1: a fair take. I I think. I think English and Horschel are both going to be pretty popular in this range. Yeah, uh, and
0: and Horschel definitely is going to be too. But I I don't know. I, I feel like I believe more in him. And I listen. I'm like Sean, I'm a gut golf handicapper. I I have I rely on you to feed me the information and the stats, sir. Um so let's move got. to the, let's move, let's move to the eight K range. Um so we obviously a lot bigger than a nine K range. Starting at the top, uh we got Todd M Lowry C woo, as Pat Mayo says, Kim, Sergio, Reedy, kids, uh Snedeker, Ryan Moore, and Corey Connors. Uh, gimme uh give me your two favorite plays out of here.
1: Well, I mean, I think they're both be pretty popular, but um, you know, kind of for the same reasons I like Harris English and Horschel above. They both fit the mold of guys who probably should play well here. So, you know, Kevin Kisner um, at what's he at eighty three hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he ha- so he's coming off a pretty good uh, ball striking performance at the PGA Championship. Uh, I think he gained just a little over five strokes total with his irons. He's Ryan a hot putter, which is a little concerning, but I mean if he can sustain that and he can sustain the irons that he just showed, um, you know, he's that accurate guy, you know, can get hot with a putter. He he get close to, you know, he can get in the mid-teens, upper teens under par, make a lot of birdies. So um, you know, I I definitely like him this week. And then Ryan Moore, I mean, like, as far as like pure bo- accurate ball strikers, T to Green, he's pretty much everything you're looking for. You know, I mean, he's not, he doesn't hit it very far, but he's super consistent. He's going to hit a lot of greens. The problem with him is that just, you don't really know what the, which way the putter is going to go. Um, you know, he, he's, you know, demonstrated some pretty good weeks and then he can have some bad weeks. So, um, but he's at least going to probably set himself up to have good looks for birdie. It just really is going to depend on if the putter shows up.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, we're on the same too. I love kids this week. Uh, I mean, he looked good last week and he's just, he's just, he's a good dude to root for man. Like he uh, seems like, seems like a pretty cool dude. He always says it all the time. Like, listen, I go out to these majors to try to grind and, and, and make a top 10 top 20. He's like, these courses are built for fucking the, uh, you know, the bombers. Right. And he's not a bomber. He knows he's not a bomber. He knows what type of golfer he is. And this is the type of course that fits him. Right, mm-hmm. and so he's gonna go out there, and uh, I I feel like he's got a real shot to win. Uh, we'll talk about him later. He might be on uh, one of my bets. Uh, but right. I like Ryan. I like Ryan more too. Um, the same reasons that you said, right? I mean, it just fits him. Um, him. We talked about this on the Slack Jack. That dude is broken. Like, oh, that dude is so broken. And I rode him last year to a nice 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 weeks right like nice nice DFS weeks uh from him but he is broken there's something wrong with him I don't know what it is like I, that dude needs to
1: take a week off and go figure it out yeah um, I, I I think he played way too much and I, I, mean, I think it, so too man he played it, every, i feel like he played every week last year I, I mean he played every week this year I mean, he probably well, played every week during the COVID break too. I, I was about to say he probably found some random fucking like, like golf tournament to play. Yeah. Maybe, maybe play the outlaw tournament golf in, uh, in Florida. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the problem was, <laughs> I mean, he, so he came out of the COVID break and he actually was pretty good at colonial. And then ever since then, no, it's been garbage. Like, I know. Yeah. I mean, the, the ball straight. I mean, he's never been like, he's been one of those guys that's like pretty good in every single category, but not but elite. Not great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, yeah. I mean that, I mean, that's, that's a definitely a great way to make it right, you know, make your living on PJ Tour. It just that now the ball striking is pretty bad. It's not putting very well right now. It just I, I don't know. I mean, if, if if you want to hang your hat on something, he had a pretty good ball striking day in round two before he got cut. No. but I, no. I, Full I, fade. I, I need to see more. Full fade.
0: I'm not hanging my hat on shit with him. Mm. The um, I do like Cebu though. Uh, he's won here before. Um, mm. and look, uh, he played good this weekend. He played he all right. Did. He, he, he's not put, his putting is always the, his, his putting is always the worst like I mean well, that's it, just what well,
1: it is. His, his ball striking goes in and out too i know I All mean right. I mean he he's a i mean he's definitely boomer bus he's on a heater right now yeah. um over so the that's what that's, that's when you want to jump on it yeah well it could also go at any minute though like is this the week huh? I so know. I mean who knows I mean it, it I think you know it's
0: if, if you want to do. sprinkle
1: him in DFS I mean he definitely has a high ceiling but yeah. I mean he's he, I mean c so was kind of in this range a little bit like like with Sergio and Corey Connors, those are guys that are definitely a little boom bust for me just because you know, all of them are pretty good ball strikers, but the putting is
0: such a pure ball striker, bro, I know. but he's going to be, he's going to be so popular this week at eight K, yeah. especially if, if people are building a grabbing web and then somebody in the nine K range and then they're going like, to yeah. go to Connors. No, and- I, it's going to be I'm, not, I'm not. I'm
1: yeah, not. Yeah, I'm not saying I like him. I'm just trying to say like those type of players are basically. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, even Sergio now, like he just like if you look at his ball striking numbers, they are really good. I oh, think yeah. it, like it, I think in my database, like of of tracking strokes gaining off the tee, like of all the guys I track, I think he's like third. It just yeah. that. So since the the PGA Tour restart. Um, he's lost at least two strokes putting in the oh, tournament that's... in four of six tournaments. That that's not, that sounds light. I, as who's
0: as, had <laughs> Sergio
1: in mm. multiple DFS lineups as like yeah yeah no
0: uh-uh. like I love Sergio like uh, mm-hmm. I was down at. TPC, I think it was last year. Well, not this last, not COVID year. I was there the first day, and then they shut it down. But the year prior, uh, dude was off pissing in the woods. We were all following. I was like, "Where the hell did Sergio go?" And he comes traipsing out of the woods after pissing the woods. I was like, "That's my man right there." Look at that dude. He's just, he's just like us. Has to piss at eight. <laughs> the, um, but all right. So, so eight k range. I mean, I feel like the winner could come out of here, though. I mean, do you feel that same way too?
1: Yeah, it definitely could. I mean, I I really like Kisser this week. I like Ryan Moore this week. Um, I mean, I think I have seen Brendan Todd's name Fuller, Todd Todd a popper super. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's uh, really for me just because he's, me I mean, we saw it with Matthew Fitzpatrick last week. You, you know, you look at what happens to a guy who's just getting carried on and around the greens was had pretty bad ball striking and it just, it goes quickly. And I mean, that's, that's Brendan Todd this week. I'm not saying he's going to bomb out, but right. um, well, you know, the, it's the, the, it's sixty five this week. It's not seventy. That's a big difference. Yeah, <laughs> it really it is. is. Though.
0: It really is. Like it's a it's a big difference. I mean, if you would have thought uh, it's sixty five, like uh, like the the six to six rate would have probably tanked from what twenty five percent down to like probably less than ten. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean Probably. It, it's 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 gonna be tough. But all right. So for for me in the eight k range, uh, and you in the eight k range, we're both on Kisner and more, and mm-hmm. uh, fading him. Oh boy. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. So we both agree. All right. So the seven K range, this is where shit gets nuts, right? Because, because all the popular builds are going to be, especially if we think web Simpson is going to be as highly owned as he's going to be like, this is where everybody's going to start throwing darts and this Mm -hmm. is a long range. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. So I'm gonna start from the top at 7,800 and go down. We got Fertelli Neiman Redman Poston last year's winner, Henley, Rogers, I can't pronounce that fucker's name. Uh, there you go, thank you. Um, <laughs> Tom Lewis, McNeely, Varner, Schwab, Howell the Third, Rory Sabatini, Schwartzl, uh, Matt Wallace, Ortiz, Glover, Kirk, Norlander, Willett. Furick, Colley, Burns, Straka, like it's fucking too many. Let's just go from 7,500. There's way too many. We'll, we'll just go from 7,500 and up Sabatini, Howell, Schwab, Varner, McNeely, Lewis guy, can't pronounce Rogers posting uh, Redmond uh, for telly Neiman. Mm-hmm. Who do you like in the
1: 7,500 and up? I mean, I, I think he's going to be popular, but I, I I I think doc Redman is kind of lost in the mix of this really group, good group of really young golfers who, you know, we saw them in a showcase in the PJ championship last week, I mean, Redmond has some really close calls of his own. I mean, he played his way in to get a PGA tour card. He didn't even had to go through corn fairy finals. So, you know, I mean, he, his, his profile kind of fits a little bit like Ryan Moore. He's really accurate. You know, he hits a lot of greens, a little longer than Ryan Moore off the seat, which kind of helps a little bit. Right. And it really comes down to his putter again. So, but if you think about a guy who is going to put himself in really good spots in order to get, you know, good looks at birdie, you know, and we've kind of seen him be in the mix before. I kind of like Doc Redmond,
0: seventy hundred bucks. Yeah, dude. Uh, um. <laughs> all right. So the last three, we 100% agree with. Like, I love Redmond this week. Like, yeah. I'm fading Neiman. I love Redmond. Um. I don't like going back to the previous winner, um, which is sometimes stupid. But uh, posting, we been playing that well anyway. Um. Hanley's going to be insanely popular this week. at seventy-seven hundred. Uh. So I want to fade him on that. And yeah, I mean, really, uh, really 75, a hundred and above the only ones I like, I like HP three and I feel like I have a blind spot for him just because I feel like I really like the roof of that dude. Cause he seems like such a good dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like I really like him. So like, I always want him to do well. And so I have a blind spot for him and I usually throw him in, but I think Redmond is really, especially the way I'm building my lineups. Like I don't have a whole lot at 7,500 or above. And doc Redmond
1: is my, typically my only guy in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, going back to HV three real quick, I mean, like you kind of think of him more like a bomber, like he's really good off the tee, but he's actually, it's pretty accurate for, you know, that type of guy. Like if you look at some of the stats, I think he's sub 100 in driving accuracy and good drive percentage. Like anytime you're kind of a longer hitter and you're in the top 100 and driving, actually it's actually pretty good. He hits a lot of greens in regulation He's pretty high birdie rates. So yeah, I mean, he's the type of guy I like in that range too.
0: Yeah, I like A23. Oh, and actually I forgot. So Sabatini, I really like Sabatini. He plays really well here. And uh, it's just a fun guy to watch play. Like you never uh, know what you're gonna get with this dude. I like I, I like Sabatini.
1: I, I don't like Sabatini. This no, moment. why not? Tell me why. No, I mean because I think he's only being bolstered up because of his great course history. And I mean he's not having a very good year. Ball strike is not very good. And he's really getting bolstered lately by how well he's scrambling and right. his putting yeah, numbers are very good. Yeah. And like, I mean, I, I'm looking at guys that like if they're really getting by with their scrambling like that's, that's kind of a red flag. So um, yeah. he's actually a guy I don't really like.
0: All right. So maybe I'll do a little more research in the Sabatini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now listen, man, uh, but he'd be like a good first round leader type bet.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely he's comfortable with that. He's comfortable route. with that course right? That, 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 that is true. I just, I'm not sure if he has the hot enough putter in order to do it, but right. you know, right. we'll see. All right.
0: Fair enough. All right. So uh, we'll go, we'll go to 7,000 to 7,500. Uh, so we got Schwartzel uh, who somehow won a major at some point in his career. Griffin, <laughs> Griffin's out uh, Matt Wallace, Ortiz, Glover, Kirk, Norlander, Willett Luke list the old man, Jim Furyk, Bud Colley, Sam Burge, Seb Straka, uh, Stallings, Harmon Hoffman, Brendan Grace, fresh off of COVID uh, Davis, RCB, uh, <laughs> Zach Johnson, who somehow went from first round leader to cut last weekend, uh, mm-hmm. Vegas, Stewart sink
1: and uh, wise. Who do you mm-hmm. like? I mean, I think he's gonna be a little popular, but Henrik Norlander kind of checks a lot on boxes just because I mean, kind of like with Harris English, like I'm looking at the numbers and even though they're probably going to be popular, I, I can't find really many faults with this guy. I he mean, is, just based on how he is your stat. Listen, you stat nerds love this dude, let's <laughs> say I, 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 I will be pounding from inside the locker for this guy, you know, <laughs> But I mean, he's gained 1.3 ball striking with his last 16 rounds, 0.45 putting, pretty good historically, putting on Bermuda. He's accurate, good birdie rates. I mean, the only problem is he has had, I think, a couple weeks off, and he is playing way, way above like his long-term baseline. So is the bottom gonna fall out? I don't know. But I mean, until it does, I feel like I just gotta ride it.
0: Yeah, well you are a slave to the stats, as you say. Uh, yeah. So anybody else you like between 7,000 and 7500.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Sam Burns doesn't really fit the model of like, you know, guys that are gonna probably like show well if you go to like Fantasy National putting your stats. But I mean, he's just playing pretty well right now. He's gained about one point two strokes ball or one point two strokes per round um, over the field. That's one of the top clips, you know, of anybody. Um, you know, I mean, he's not very accurate, but I mean, he might be on a heater. So, and I don't dude, dude know, makes he Eagles. He does. He does make <laughs> dude games. makes Eagles. Man. Mm-hmm.
0: Burns is uh Burns is a scorer. He's a great uh, showdown golfer. Yeah, like, definitely. He, like really is as far as being able to score it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So like, I mean, look, I, I talk about fades in this area, but there's so fucking many of them that it doesn't really matter. Like <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I think I'm with you as far as I like. Uh, I definitely like Burns. He's in a couple of my laps just because of his scoring. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like the difference between the guys that are in the 7,000 seven thousand and seventy-five hundred dollar range, I mean, there's really not much difference between those guys and the ones we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, under, under seven K, but I, so so another guy who I love, I love Vegas, bro. Like he is just, I don't know why he's my guy, but I love him. Like, like I feel like this dude should be so much better than he is. And it drives me insane, but I love to play him. I love him playing first round leaders because he always comes out hot and then just fades in the weekend, but he scores and this could be a good course for him. Uh, We haven't seen him in a week or two. Uh, I like, I like, I like Vegas a lot. All right. Yeah. And what is he a 7,000? That's actually a pretty good price. 7,000 flat, Yeah, like right on that, right on that thing. And, and, and what about Brennan and grace though, man? I mean, he was on fire before he had to withdraw from COVID. What do you think about yeah. him?
1: He was, I mean, like, you know, it's, I, I keep thinking just of how good he was back at, like a couple of years ago. And I know he has that ceiling. Right. Um, you know, I've seen him play well on Bermuda golf courses before. And I mean, at least if you look at you know, generally with the, you know, with the model a pretty accurate guy, you know, he makes his fair share of birdies. Um, where is he? How's he doing lately as far as like his, his stats, since I'm a slave to it, eh, <laughs> they're okay. But they're I right. mean, the guy, the guy, I mean, of like the guys in this price range, he's probably the most accomplished. No, so, definitely. I mean, so question. I mean, no question. Well, I mean, if you do you want to lump Charles Schwartzel in there, that's well, actually, you know, I count. I, I actually take that back. Jim Furyk is 7,200. Oh, he oh, you're, he you're is right. the best. Yeah. yeah he, and don't forget, oh, there's actually a lot of like accomplishments. You got this. Danny Willett down here at 7,200.
0: Listen, you only play him on tough fucking courses. And like the fact that he's even back is amazing. Dude, I played him a couple weeks ago. Uh, what was that? What was that hard course? Uh, it all blends together. I don't know. Fucking whatever. I, when he was like 6,600, made the cut. Like I was like, I've definitely played Danny Willett. And he looks so good like the first two rounds of the just fucking fell off Mm -hmm. like V6 these, these lower, these are low owned guys. All they do is, oh, these lower price guys, just, all they do is break your heart, man. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, the dick pieces the, but Furek, I mean, look, Furek is, uh, I mean, it's the course that's kind of set up for him, but man, like if, if you're playing cash, fine, maybe like I don't play cash in golf because um, mm-hmm. I'm a degenerate and I just, I'm like, I just want to win all the money. Um, mm-hmm. And I never, do you know, uh <laughs> like <laughs> the, uh, like I want the upside guys. You know what I mean? I want somebody who can score like Sam Burns. I don't want the guy who's who's going to end up like. I mean, what Fieric, he, If he ends up top twenty, that's great for seventy two hundred. But I mean, he, he'll probably be pretty decently owned. I would assume. Um, I, I can pull he, up the fantasy national stats here in a little bit and yeah, see.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, just because he's he's a known commodity, he's really accurate. Like, if for a lot of novices, they're probably going to see his name, be like, oh, you know, Jim Fury, so like, You know, kind, kind of like what you said. Like, what's his ceiling? Like, do you think he can get to fifteen under? No. no, I don't think, I definitely don't think he gets to fucking 20. You know what no. I mean? Like, and I play golf
0: with guys like this, like fucking, I get a, I get a buddy of mine who's like, uh, I don't know, probably like 55 and he plays old man golf and he fucking kills us and it pisses me off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know I mean? cause he knows, he knows course management I mean he's not just taking a three wood fucking two I'll be like, I can get to the green. It's definitely not going to fade into the water. Um, mm-hmm. That's fair. Um. All right. So 7K and under, there is so many fucking guys. I'm not reading the fucking list. Um. Yeah. So so I guess give me, give me your two or three favorite plays. 6K or oh, 7K and under.
1: I mean, I really like Adam Long and paparazzi this week. They're both at 6,900 bucks. Uh, they're basically this. The, you just like his hair. <laughs> his his hair has definitely gone out of control lately. I mean, I I mean, he was already long, but he definitely hasn't had a haircut since I think before the COVID break. Oh so. yeah, yeah.
0: This man, yeah, but not-
1: yeah, I mean, but they're they're both basically the same type of profile players. Accurate, pretty good ball strings with their irons, low bogey rates, pretty good birdie rates. Uh, they're both playing pretty well right now. They both gain about 0.8 strokes per round or less for tournaments. Um, I think both are pretty good this week. Um, and then I don't know, like I'm torn about, I'm torn with Kyle Stanley just because I, I, I like, I like the idea of Kyle Stanley, just that, I mean, he probably is of anyone under $7,000. He's probably the best ball striker. Everybody. I just, I don't trust him putting. I mean, like yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I like he can hit it to like 10, 15 feet over and over. I just, I don't know if he can really just dream the putts. And like, I have seen his name kind of bantered around a little bit this week, as far as like, Oh, you know, I mean, cause well, he like,
0: did go to the Barracuda. That's why,
1: wow. Well, I mean, that's the Barracuda. Like, I mean, who, well, listen, who I'm really just saying, So yeah. people,
0: if people want somebody, they'll they'll listen, you'll, you'll twist yourself into a pretzel to convince yourself somebody who you like is the right play.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think it goes to like, I mean, you always hear like, oh, well, he's a great ball striker. And like, you know, if only he can really putt and like some guys just, they can just never put. So I I don't know. I I'm a little torn on what to do with him. And then I guess the last guy I like here, I mean, he's kind of a heartbreaker too. Um, Chesson Hadley, 6,500 bucks ball striking is great. Putting is horrible, but pretty accurate player. Good birdie rates. You know, I mean, it's a pretty cheap, you know, What the hell price for him down the bottom?
0: Yeah, Yeah. like you said, like your shotgun, (laughs) shotgun scatter it. Jesus, that was Mm -hmm. tough to say. uh, So, uh, so my guys who I like, we don't have any of the same ones on this one. So I, uh, I can't wait to play Keith Mitchell, man, killer Keith. Let's go, Bermuda Mm -hmm. greens, like. Dude kills it off the tee. He looked okay last week. Like, uh, dude, he's so good on Bermuda, and he hits the ball a ton. Like, if he can just get it together, uh, dude. Think about remember that run he was on. Was that two years ago?
1: Uh, when he won the Honda, I think. He, didn't he win the he, Honda last year? Was it last In 2019? Year? Yeah. God.
0: Who fucking knows? Dude. It's it's 2020. Everything is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is mush. So like I like I like watching this dude golf, and uh, he's so he's like I mean the night you you tell me, man, you know the stat guy. Like the 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 difference between him on Bermuda greens and others is like night and day. Like I feel like it's like a four like a four shot difference. It's
1: insane. Uh, Oh yeah. I mean definitely he's much better on Bermuda. I mean I I just recall I don't want the stats in front of me as far as that, but I just recall just his best tournaments and they're Always definitely more on Bermuda. Yeah, yeah, and he I mean also, you know, he took Tiger to the woodshed on the I know Saturday. last
0: Saturday. I know. I know.
1: Did. I know. That was I actually, awesome. I, I actually bet on Mitchell in that uh, that prop and I actually cashed that. I think it was like nice. plus one fifty too.
0: Oh, absolutely. Dude, what yeah. a fucking
1: bet, man. See, that's something. That out that's you need to tell. kill you know i i, I can't Woods. share all, I, I can't share all the secrets guys <laughs>
0: right. no, no no that's the whole point bro you need to share the secrets that's true and <laughs> yeah. right, so the other two guys i like uh, i like armor uh he did me well a couple of weeks ago um and this seems like a type of course that fits him Right? he's not like a he's not like a short short knockup, but he's certainly not long accurate guy seems to have his stroke um and then uh i picked up uh, i i like this dude it It was either last year or the year before, and then uh, I picked. I think it was Pat Mayo was talking about him. Uh, West Bryant, like three or three cuts, got a Mm. medical exemption, starting to pick it up a little bit. Played really well here before, like six thousand six hundred. I mean, you could do worse.
1: I mean, wasn't he a popular pick at the Heritage? He didn't really do anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you're not going to hit all your under seven K guys. I I I I remember (laughs) when they were touting. West Bryan, and it was oh, you know, he won here before, and he didn't do anything. So, but I, I, I like your Ryan Armour pick just because you know, if you want to talk about the regression, I don't know. Last ter- last time he played, he gave one point three ball striking and lost one point seven five on the green. So, you know, usually that will reverse itself. He's actually you know shown a couple times that he can actually putt pretty lights out. So, I actually like that pick. I think uh, you know, it, you're right. It's a golf course that definitely fits his game.
0: All right, cool. What about Bon Rat, man? Bine Rat's back. <laughs> Vape God? Come on,
1: Vape God. What's up? <laughs> Well, we, I actually I, have I actually have no date on him. Yeah, uh, he hasn't played on PG2. because right he has not played.
0: Exactly. You have no data on yeah. him because he hasn't played. The, uh, <laughs> 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 all right. So uh all right. So uh all right. I guess uh let's let's uh all right. So before we give our DraftKings lineups up, uh I'll go ahead and talk about uh DraftKings. Look, the literally the hits literally keep on coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. UFC 250 250- is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the Octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy po- sports. Uh, for this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free one million dollars or free shot at one million dollars in prizes. Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy. Uh, just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points based on advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than it could be for a free shot at one million dollars in total. Prizes. Surprises. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests and all the other sports that have returned to action,
1: like golf, like we're talking about
0: right now. Um, plus new this year, DraftKings just lost best ball. Contest for football. If you're not familiar with best ball, certainly head to the app now and check it out. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get the free shot at the $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See DraftKings.com for details and if you want to get an advantage over the sports book NBA, NHL, MMA or MLB back in action, you need to download BetQL, the only app to make sure you make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you the best bet recommendation for every game and gives you the reasoning behind why you should place the bet. Um, talk about BetQL pick or back because you can access their site betql.co. Uh, Nah, that's not what I was supposed to read. <laughs> um, also, show your best bets and be the most profitable uh, to make sure you're cashing in. Bet- BetQL has shop data for the NBA, MLB, NHL, and MMA and golf. Uh, so if you want the inside edge for pros and backing, you just need to check out BetQL. If you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbook and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play to download. Bet- you can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP for 20% off your first subscription. And last but definitely not least, Ace Perhead. Have you ever thought about Spartan or starting your own sports book but don't know how? Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second, wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer service and going 24 7 for some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Perhead offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get to get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to ACE slash SGP. That's ACE slash SGP. P. All right. I used to make fun of Sean for fucking up reads. It's uh,
1: <laughs> hey, it's first. It's the first, first time we'll get the. Heads That's up. right. First time. Yep. You would
0: think I don't speak for a living. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, all right. So let's uh, let's go ahead and I guess we'll give. You want to give a GPP lineup? or You want to give like a cash lineup? I'll give a GPP lineup. You get a cash or a GPP lineup for DFS for them.
1: Ah. Uh... <laughs> I this mean, a, I, 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 I'll, I'll probably give it a little bit of a GPB lineup.
0: All right. Yeah. Let's just choose right. these Cash is pussies anyway. We're trying to win yeah. all the fucking money. And
1: yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to tell you to pick Webb Simpson.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no, web Simpson is giving out on this fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's it. Um, all right. So I think I'll go with. Uh, all right, since you shit on Rose, I'll go ahead and give my Rose lineup, and we'll see how Rose's goes. So I'll I'll, I'll start with uh, with Justin Rose at nine thousand nine hundred. Who's your first golfer?
1: I think I'm gonna go with Patrick Reed, just because of what we said. Of I'm thinking of guys who I think can get the minus twenty, put up a lot of birdies. I don't think of the those top players, you know, right at the top there, he's going to be the most owned. I think everybody's going to go to Webb Simpson, Paul Casey. So, um, yep. I'll go with Patrick Reed with my first guy. All right. I like
0: that. Uh, so yeah, man, I wonder if I should just do my read one too, to see how we built the lineup the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. All right, fuck I'll just stay with Rose. I'll I'll stay with Rose. I, I I have a read lineup. I was just wondering if we're gonna stay the same. So my second uh, my second golfer will be Horschel, 9100. Uh, look, I mean the guy. What we say? Horses for courses. Like he is. He's there. Like this is built for him. He'll be fine. Uh, um, I think I think he'll do. I think he'll do just fine at 9100.
1: Definitely a cup maker. And we'll grind it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, my next guy is Horschel too. I mean, I, like you said earlier, like, while I like Harris English, I know he's going to be really popular in that price range. And while I I think Horschel is going to be probably popular this week too, it's not going to be quite as much as his English. And I mean, I, I, I Horschel, he's a better player than English at the end of the day. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with $9,100 for Horschel. Yep. And then
0: uh, my next guy's kids, man, we've talked about him. We know why. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's just kids, man. He's he's uh he's good off the tee. He's going to he's going to hit the greens and he makes those putts, man. He's got
1: a real shot to win this tournament. Yep, that's my next guy, too. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Ryan Moore, is that your next one? That is the next one too. Yeah. I mean, like, how, how I, how, I mean, how I built this lineup, I mean, like, listen, sometimes you have to eat a little chalk in energy yeah. oh, just absolutely. because I mean, cause at the end of the day, like, yeah, you can try and go out, but you gotta pick good players too. And yeah. like the guy, I mean, I really like horses this week. I really like Kissing this week. Yep. And I really like Ryan Moore this week. So, you know, I, I figure I can probably go other areas to try and differentiate myself. But at the end of the day, like, you know, sometimes I think we get caught up a little too much, but like, Oh, is this guy going to be really popular or not? Yeah. They just pick good golfers. Yeah, You know, that's That's the thing too.
0: You don't, you don't have to be contrarian every position, right? It's just kind of like football, right? So most of the people who listen to this are definitely betting football, right? So if you're building your, if you're building a football lineup, right, you know that you're going to have to eat chalk, right? Because if that guy goes off, then you need him as well, right? Because if he goes off and you don't have him, you're fucked right? But there's a reason he's chalk, right? There's good chalk. There's bad chalk, right? So you have to be able to identify it. And I mean, that's it. I mean, you, especially with six of six, like you can differentiate anywhere. You can, there's so many weird ways you can build a DFS lineup in golf to differentiate yourself. You can have the three most popular plays, but leave $500 off the board or $400 off the board. And you're completely different with your next three golfers. Like yeah, it's, it, it, it's a lot easier to differentiate yourself in golf.
1: Yeah, and think about last week. I mean, sometimes chalk ends up winning. I think Morikawa, Shoffley, and Burger were the three 30. most popular plays last week, and yeah, they all played really well. 30% owned. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, it pays I'm, off, guys.
0: You need it. Like like yeah. this once again, there's a reason they're chalk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um and so, uh, all right. So after after the and more, which we both have, I went to burns uh, just because uh, like I said, I think he's a scorer and if he can hang on through the cut, like that's a guy who can score, right? So a top 20 from him or a top 25 from him is going to be different from a top 25 for somebody else. Cause he's going to make Eagles over the, over the weekend. He's going to have that scoring opportunity and that's worth more. It, you know what I mean? Like as far as placement points go. So I took burns. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. My, my, my uh, next guy is Adam long. Like I talked about before, you know, accurate fit. He checks a lot of boxes for me, good birdie rates playing well right now. Um, You know, he showed a lot of upside at three M open with that good final round. Um, You know, I, I like him at the price point here. And I think he can follow up with another good, uh, good performance.
0: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with that. that. That's solid. And then I went with uh Mr. COVID, man. Give me Brennan Grace. Let's go. Yeah, uh, he looked good before uh before he had to get cut. Uh funny story, uh Brennan Grace uh lost a golf ball at TPC. Um and me and my buddy uh, and our wives were over drinking and uh and it landed right near us and we helped him find the blow. And he didn't even say thank you. That guy is a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like he's an asshole. Like I don't like pretty- like like my boy, my boy Tommy fucking hates him now. Like he refuses to put him in anything. And I'm like, listen, man, whatever. Like he was in the middle of a tournament. Like he could have said thank you, but he's an asshole. But his irons
1: are good. I'm taking it for him. <laughs> there you go. All is forgiven as long as he makes you money. That's right. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, who's your last one in? My my last guy is Pat Perez just because of the hair.
0: <laughs> just because of the hair, baby. I like
1: it. I'm gonna get Pat Perez to a
0: lineup this weekend just because of that.
1: Yeah. That, that hashtag analysis, guys. That's why I'm here.
0: <laughs> hashtag analysis. All right man. All right, so let's uh let's move into uh all right, let's do matchups man. Let's uh let's give these some let's give the people some uh, matchups that we really like uh that we think we can take over. All
1: right, well I mean I I I I mentioned a little bit on the Slack channel today, but um on my bookie, you can they're offering both Billy Horschel and Harris English head to head over Sun J M. And it was around minus minus one ten. I mean, that's just that's automatic. I mean, the the guys could not be going in different directions with their game right now. Sung J it just he's lost right now. And we both really are well, I like Harris English. You don't like him <laughs> as much, but we both like Billy Horschel. So yes, love Billy the Horschel. Fa- the fact that it's a minus one ten uh, both ways, I think actually with English, since I Looked at it from this morning, it's kept up to 120, but even so, I mean, that's a great price for our matchups, yeah, especially dude. with with this as much of a mismatch as this really is on paper. So um, that's when I really like. And then I'm going back to my boy Adam Long, um, at minus one ten over Aaron Wise. I know Aaron Wise just had a good uh showing at the Barracuda. I don't really care. It's an easy golf course, it's a different scoring format. I mean, overall, just Aaron Wise, um, God, he's never lived up to his potential. It's a mediocre ball striker. Kind of relies a little bit too much on his scrambling. I don't think that really plays well this league. I'll take Long head to head over him.
0: Nah, I mean, I like I like both of them, so it's fine. So I took Horschel. Stroke and a half (laughs) over him (laughs) for plus money, plus one fifteen (laughs) because, like we said, this motherfucker is broken. So that's what I'm taking, and then uh, I'm taking Vegas over uh, Cam Davis. It's minus one twenty five, but I just I don't know. Like I said, I have a blind spot for Vegas, so maybe don't maybe don't follow me on that one. But uh, Cam Davis seems like like that's another guy, uh, just like Cam Smith. It's like if you could combine the two golfers, they would be great, but separately they're terrible. Oh, yeah, like you can't figure it out. And then uh as bad as Garcia is playing and I don't like going down narrative street on you know, hit him outside the bubble and even make the playoff and things like that. Snedeker is just as goddamn bad. And uh mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and take the shot in a half of Garcia over Snediger. He is not playing well at all. And then I'm taking uh Siwoo over Speeth at plus one ten.
1: Nice. I, I like the Sergio play just because I think a lot of people are going to see Brandt Snider and be like, "Oh, you know, he dominates this tournament." I remember when no, he shot fifty nine so and twenty two. No, his, <laughs> yeah, exactly. His, 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 yeah. his ball striking is. I think he's losing about a shot per round off the team with his approach shots, and it just it's it's a mess.
0: Yeah, it's, it's no good. All right. So what do you got for your outrights, man? Let's do let's let's give me uh give me your favorites as far as like look we'll twenty or under. Do you have any bets? Twenty or under, twenty or No,
1: under. I mean honestly not for a win. I, I do like Patrick Reed at two to one to finish in the top ten just because I I feel like the good putting week is gonna come from him. But okay. uh, what what's his future Was he like fourteen to one this week? He's fourteen to one. one. Yeah, yeah I just I, I I don't like any of those this week just because I mean, they already weren't my favorites and I, I think there's some better values, you know, off the board there. I mean, so let's, so let me ask you
0: something. So let me ask you something. So, all right. So every, every tournament since the restart basically has been 50 or under, right? 50 or one or under, right? I,
1: well, Is except it, for my except for the three I'm open, except for one, right? Yeah. The three, I think Michael Thompson was like a hundred to one or something. Oh, yeah, see. was fucking, nobody saw him coming to work. Yeah. Um, but what, so, so
0: almost everybody other than that one tournament, everybody's been 50 or under. Right. So mm-hmm. these bombs that, you know, you just sprinkle a little bit on work. And so you look at like guys like Webb and Reed, and you're like, all right, so I don't love the odds. Right. Like I don't like 10 to one, like that's no fun to put money on, but are you going to feel mm-hmm. like a fucking asshole when you don't at least put like you know, 50 bucks on fucking web Simpson to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, so, th- so that's something as, as far as like, like people who might not bet on golf or are listening to this now, or just starting to get into it. Like we like long odds, right? Everybody likes long odds. Everybody wants to hit the fucking lottery. Right. Mm-hmm. But is it sometimes smart to put, you know, put it just a little bit on the, on some of the big heavy favorites because the big heavy favorites are a reason and they can suck up your other bets and you can, you know, you basically kind of break even until uh, until you
1: cash one of those long ones. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on how many, how much you want to bet on each one. You can still like stagger your bets to, you know, go big on a guy who's like ten to one if you feel really good about it. Like, if you feel really good about web Simpson this week, uh, you're not the stats nerd that I am. this season <laughs> playing all that great. I mean, go for it. I mean, yeah. There, I mean, have I? Can I sit here and say I've never been on someone under 15 to one tournament? Of course not. I mean, I definitely have. It depends on the circumstance. It depends on, you know, how the guy's playing. But I mean, I'm just just Mm. looking at, you know, just how these guys are playing. I just, you know, I mean, it's just, it's not for me. I mean, like Webb, I'm more comfortable betting it like a 30 to one. Like we kind of saw him like, like like the last time I think he was this heavily favorite was the RSM classic. And he got um, fucking cut. No, he lost the playoff on that.
0: No, what was the one where he was fucking completely chalk and he fucking missed the cut?
1: Uh, It might've been colonial.
0: (laughs) Maybe it was colonial.
1: Yeah. I I mean, that was a really strong field, but but like, but like this one where he was like prohibited favorite. Now, I mean, he ended up in a playoff. Uh, It was great, but he still lost. in the end of the day, so I mean, it's it's hard
0: to win a golf tournament. So unless you live in Canada and you get to make those fucking top five bets (laughs) each ways, can we get those in the United States, please? Oh, I wish. I, I mean, wish. And come on. All right. Know. So, like, so, I mean, I guess my overall point is, is like, look, it's not fun to bet the favorites. Like, nobody likes to bet the favorites, but look, money's money, right? So maybe mm. sprinkle a little bit on the favorite ones. And that's yeah. it. You soak up some of your other bullshit that you bet during the week,
1: <laughs> right. right? Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, for for this week, it just isn't for me. So, okay. I mean, so, so, so I, the four I like is I mean I know you know how popular it is in you know DraftKings but again I'm a slave to my spreadsheets and I know this is probably a bad price for him but I'm gonna go Harrison goes 25 to one just because I just really like how he's playing and if the guy okay. is gonna be playing this well for this long a right. win is going to come. Um you know, I think we both like Horschel. His price is 33 to one. I think he definitely has the upside to get the minus 20 and yep. win the tournament. Yeah. Ryan, Horsham, Ryan Moore, it's it, he's really going to have to have a good putting week, but the price is good at 45 to one. I'm probably caught. Com- yeah. It's I think it's 45 to one on my book. It's 45. Week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I have full confidence that at least T to green, he's going to put himself in great positions. And you know, I mean, if he has, <laughs> I I'm only really looking just, just three good putting days. That's, re- that's really all I'm looking for. And then, it. you know, I, <laughs> just, just three good putting days. Well, I mean, just because I, I just the fact that like, I mean, listen, you're not going to put lights out for four days.
0: So just I don't, simple give, simple. give me, three. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I would, listen, I would like that too. I would like to fucking like out one day when I just play, I'm a weekend hacker. Just one day. I would like to not <laughs> fucking free putt.
1: <laughs> I, would, I, would like, <laughs> you know. I would like to not three put once every three holes. That's, that's, that's oh really all I'm dude. looking for.
0: Yeah. Dude, um, like I do the math. I, Math at the end of my fucking rounds, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! If I could just two butt, like I'd be yeah. fucking like in the low 80s. This is amazing."
1: <laughs> well, I mean, think about like you know how much time we spend on the range, you know, toning our like our drives or irons. And honestly, if you really want to get better, lower handicap, it's working on your short game of putting.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, you you can hit worm burners or you know just like you know skull balls, but at least it's going straight. And if right. you can get up and down for par, then I mean. <laughs> you're going to be a single to have handicap yeah, it's amazing so. it's amazing and then right. so uh you and like and so then you then
0: like I, so it's just a recap cuz we got got sidetracked so you like yeah. you like more 45 to 1 um you like english and horse you like read it 14 to 1 oh a rather. Right? No. um Horschel, like,
1: like- thirty-three. yep. Horschel, thirty-three to one. I like Reed as a top ten at to two to one, um, okay. and then Doc Redmond actually the price is at eighty to one. I remember when he was really a hot commodity. Talking about all the same guys. What the fuck, Steve? <laughs> well, I mean that's usually a bad. That's usually a bad strategy. <laughs> bad, but, this is not. Uh, I mean, hey, you know what? This is maybe this is just the perfect marriage between the stat, you know, nerd and the gut handicapper just coming let's together on this one.
0: Come on, yeah, let's go. Definitely. All right. All right, so yeah, because I'm on Redmond at 81 too. Um, I also have Siwoo at fucking 40, and uh, I got Vegas at 125 to one. Because why not? All right, because <laughs> why not, man? Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, I guess so. You're off of fucking Twitter now, right?
1: I am. I uh, I cut the cord, and honestly, it's probably been a good decision. based on how this year has gone, <laughs> you know, seeing so everybody, I'm, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to
0: soak up all the slack.
1: There you go. Yeah, you, honestly, the the best way to get to me and get, best way to get to everybody is, um, I mean, the if, t- if, if, it, it, yeah, the Slack channel. If it, you guys you missed out on a really good time talking about the PJ Championship, it was uh, you know a lot of jokes, a lot of banter, uh, a lot of good stats and nuggets were being thrown around, a lot of good bets from a lot of guys. It's not just me throwing out bets. There's a lot of guys yeah. uh, in the Slack channel were throwing out a ton of bets and a ton of plays. So. Uh, definitely get on that. If you just love golf, you love betting on golf and just want a group of guys to talk to definitely go in on it.
0: Let's go. All right, man. Well, listen, I think this was a, this was a good fucking first episode. Nice little warm up for the playoffs coming up. And uh, yeah, man, that's it for the, uh, the golf gambling podcast. Uh, I'm uh, Chris Boston, Kappa Clifford. And, uh, and uh, that's Sean, the God of golf. <laughs> <laughs> Shermer. And uh, hopefully we'll fucking talk to you guys next week and uh, may your screens be green, baby. Let's go.